Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, April 26th. Diving into Galatians, how to read a letter, part two. Today's scripture reading, Galatians chapter one, verses one through five from the English Standard Version, which reads, Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead and all the brothers who are with me, to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. This is God's Word. So when's the last time you wrote someone a letter, if in fact you ever have written someone a letter? When's the last time you received a letter, and what did you do with it when you received it? This was the question asked in yesterday's devotions, which leads beyond author, audience, and occasion to encountering the actual letter of Galatians itself. And while the letter to the Galatians isn't exactly a love letter, this somewhat famous anecdote published in the New York Times in 1940 as an advertisement for Mortimer J. Adler's work, How to Read a Book, still has something to say about our essential posture and approach to this or any letter. How to read a love letter is how this piece began. This young man has just received his first love letter. He may read it three or four times, but he is just beginning. To read it as accurately as he would like would require several dictionaries and a good deal of close work with a few experts of etymology and philology. However, he will do all right without them. He will ponder over the exact shade of meaning of every word, every comma. She has headed the letter, Dear John, which is unfortunate. What he asks himself is the exact significance of those words. Did she refrain from saying, Dearest, because she was bashful? Would my dear have sounded too formal? Maybe she would have said, Dear so-and-so to anybody. A word frown will now appear on his face, but it disappears as soon as he really gets to thinking about the first sentence. She certainly wouldn't have written that to anybody. And so he works his way through the letter, one moment perched blissfully on a cloud, the next moment huddled miserably behind an eight ball. It has started a hundred questions in his mind. He could quote it by heart. In fact, he will, to himself for weeks to come. No, this isn't an exact parallel since Galatians isn't a love letter. A closer parallel would actually be an emotional letter written by a distraught parent to a wayward child an ocean away, pleading with her to come to her senses. But still, this gets us in the ballpark of letter reading. What do you do with a letter when you receive it? You read it. You read all of it. Like, from start to finish, in one sitting, 
If it's a longer letter, you may find yourself pacing about the room as you read. You may laugh, you may gasp, you may cry, you may yell an exclamation or perhaps even an expletive or two. At least, this is what we used to do when we actually received letters. The one thing you wouldn't do is break it up into chapters and verses, which is part of our challenge with Galatians and the rest of the New Testament letters. Actually, it's a challenge with every book in the Bible. You see, they don't look like letters, so we don't read them like we would read letters. The chapter and verse divisions of the Bible, while helpful for location or reference purposes, so we can all be on the same page, like that's ever going to happen, they create a homogenized and, dare I say, in many ways, dehumanized text broken up into pieces for ease of consumption and assimilation. So, first piece of advice in encountering Galatians, ignore them, at least for today. Ignore them just read the letter all at once, preferably aloud in one sitting, though pacing or outright walking is encouraged. In fact, having memorized this entire letter many years ago, I have the joy of reciting it as I walk in the early morning or afternoon or evening, whenever the weather's finally decent enough, reciting its lines with passion to the sparrows, squirrels, and ducks I pass along the way. The whole letter of Galatians recites in just about a mile, right around 20 minutes. And while you don't have to memorize it, do read it aloud all at once. So there's your homework for today. Read Galatians from start to finish in one sitting or walking. Choose a translation, being aware of the fact that more literal translations will read closer to that 20-minute mark, while more amplified translations, like the message, will take a bit longer. But take and read, and see what you see, and then pause for a moment of self-reflection. So, as you read Galatians from start to finish, what are your first impressions? What immediately strikes you? What themes stand out? What repeated words and phrases do you hear? What immediate questions are stirred that you definitely want to revisit as we dive into this letter? Lord, speak to me through this ancient letter addressed to people long gone by an author far removed from these times, far removed from me. Make the words fresh. Move them from fossils on the page to become the living words that you intend for me to hear, even now, this day, through your Spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen.